Hello, hi, how are you doing? I know you're probably upset with me. We're supposed to have conversations and conversations. I'm sorry, it's been a pretty difficult month. So I decided I needed to take some rest, reflect, and just work on myself. But nonetheless, I am glad to be back here. And if you're just listening to my podcast for the very first time, I am Tolu Walashe David Oluwale. People call me that mental chick. You can call me Tilash David It can't be confusing, but you just have to pick one. Yeah, I'm Lagos, Nigeria. If I hear, I'm in Abuja. All thanks to Utop Africa. Uh, I came for a Margaret Apple Youth Fellowship retreat and it's been a lovely lovely conversation here and there with my community of feminist sister and i did promise you a few weeks back that i was gonna have a guest on my podcast and officially even if you're upset with me i do have a guest with me just to just say a bit i am sorry so with me today we have toying so toying please just introduce yourself let the world know who you are Hello guys, my name is Toin Ogotwashi and how should I introduce myself? <laughs> and uh, I'm actually currently a student of um, National Open University. I'm studying peace studies and conflict resolution and I will say that is exactly what I'm supposed to be studying. I'm glad I'm doing it. And I really don't know how to introduce myself. So Shasha had done this. We'll take it, we'll just take it the way she just said it. But she's my own girl and she's a very, very lovely person. She's a fine girl too, so in case. But she's she's single till they put a ring on it anyway. But she's actually in a relationship. Not that not that it really matters anyway. You can still shoot your shot. It's possible. Yeah. So today we're gonna be talking about reflections. So um, today we had uh, a seminar and one of our activities was River of Life where we had to reflect on things that happened to our life and, and the growth that came with it, the pain, how it affected our mental health, how we basically learned, the lesson learned from this project called Life. So I thought to Tony, Tony, I love your story because I know her story, but I would really love for people to hear her story and how much she has grown and she's developed it into a wonderful and a lovely Nigerian lady. So Tony, we want to know what was your river of life like? Oof, uh, I don't know where to start from, but from definitely, I, uh, yes, I have to start from the beginning. So I'll start from, um, well, growing up was uh, not really easy at least as young as let me say from age five six somehow i remember a lot from that age which is a bit weird but then you know uh, i saw my family struggle and everything and since then like i'm like no i have to do better i have to do good and everything yes i was an intelligent young girl small girl my dad was always saying how my baby my dish she's this she's that she's this and you know everything was going like that but you know i was going i grew up as a child that i have to like i was timid i try to avoid crowd i, I don't know how to open up about how i'm feeling to tell even when i'm having a headache I don't, I, I, i'm it's like i'm scared that if i treated them something that is wrong with me that I, I, they will beat me or something and maybe it's probably because uh, my mom is uh, a very harsh person so okay and well moving forward Myself, my primary school, yes, I was bullied. So it's surprising because I'm that woman that you cannot try nonsense with me. I'm That's going to, I don't have not time for rubbish. <laughs> but then, like, you have no idea, like, I was seriously bullied. And, um, 
my dad asked me one day that okay you are now in primary six what would you like to happen to you i said i want to be the head girl now when i said i want to be the head girl the reason i said i want to be the head girl is because i wanted people to be scared of me so that they will not bully me again <laughs> but then i became the head girl wonderfully yeah. he went from wow he went sincerely like increase and people start coming for me a girl that feel old because i'm an indigene i'm supposed to get this post of head girl she came for me it was a serious struggle for me but then i could not even tell my parents at home that oh this is what i'm going through and you know aside from that of course i was going through as young as i was i was going through sexual harassment and somehow i'll always escape uh, rape and i had to deal with all this on my own because i mean i had i had nightmares about them i you will open up no why i don't know I, it's just the fear of what were you doing there ah, why did you go there do you maybe, get maybe. and it's just innocently maybe i'm just passing by then you just see this bros that normally play with me even the parents of my mom i'll just say that ah doing doing you come this is it. and then before you know they'll, they'll probably tell me to come inside and come and collect something to give my mom and then when i enter is another thing but somehow i don't know if maybe it's because i was very small i was this very tiny looking girl then so i'll just escape and, and run out and what made it worse and that was even what made my situation was then i that i would not just talk at all was when my dad's best friend tried to also do something with me and that was actually if it was true that man let me say that was the first time in my life that i felt i don't want to say the word but you know like yeah. hey if you know what i mean because you know, i was very young and then i was actually not in primary i was in primary two so but i still remember all these things everywhere. i was in primary two this person comes to my house and i'm the first person he asked for you know you know like i really respected the man and out of the blue this one wanted me to wanted to okay come with me to my house and I, I really wanted to go and my mom was like okay then i don't know thank god my other brother and sister that wanted to follow me who we were all small but then he said he won't follow me and he went with us and then this man this man said my brother should go and be making a bar in his kitchen a the man uh, was a custom officer so and then um he now said uh, me and i went to the he said i can come i can go and lie down in the room uh, me and a uh, big bed i jumped on him that was happy enjoying my myself child, so you do you get so the man came and then before you know the man was like ah doing oh yeah come and sit on my belly I, I sat on his belly he has big tummy i sat on his tummy and i was playing i was because as young as i was i read some kind of things then then, you know, I carried newspaper, I was opening it on his tummy and you know, trying to read. And then, uh, this I felt something was poking me, but I didn't read really me to it. And all of a sudden, this man said I should come down, and then he pulled down his shorts and then he took my hand and used it to, you know, hold this. And I will, immediately I held it. It's as if, like, as in, there was just this part of me that was saying, This thing is wrong. I ran out immediately and I didn't even know where the tears were coming from. I was just crying. I was telling my brother, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. And the man now rushed aside and said, Why are you crying? Were you not just playing inside now? I did not answer him. I was just telling my brother, I want to go home. And I was screaming and crying, like serious cry. You know when a small girl is yeah. crying, that kind of I was I was wailing. Wow. Let me put it out. No, I was wailing like I want to go. And then this man had to put us in his car and he took me home. 
you know when i go the same home, man that touched you yeah you we might because this place is actually very far from our house so we drove so he has to drive us back the plan was to sleep over but then i mean i just want to go home i was crying so i was already hot self so it was even when i was not hot my brother too was not crying that thought we should go home that him too wants to go home so when we go home the moment my mom saw me and saw me crying maybe i would have probably talk about it if my mom didn't react the way she reacted like the man would drop from the car and she saw my eyes and noticed that i've been crying hey there's something you're about people call a barrier hey. <laughs> that was what i received from my mommy that i was telling you that not to that you should not go but you insisted that you want to go she was beating me and everything and then my dad just came out because of course i am my dad's favorite even till now and my dad was just came and said, ah, why are you beating my daughter? If she said she didn't want to. Although my dad, my dad thought the reason was because I could not stay away from him. And that was how me and my dad is. Yeah, my dad's travel, my dad's, before you know, he wants to come back because of me. Me too, I want to like, so I can't stay away from my dad. So my dad thought that was why. Me, I was like, my dad was just like, he's okay. This is it. So I didn't even bother trying to tell them why I wanted to leave. So, okay, that, that one went, of course. I was literally having nightmares of things that didn't even happen between me and this man. I was having nightmares, nightmares of him doing all sorts of things with me. And I kept all this to myself. I dealt with it, with it on my own. And the only thing I do really, the only time I tend to forget these things is when I'm reading. So at as when I was in primary five, that was when I started reading novels. And when I say novels, like I'm talking about big novels. Because I realized that romantic or anyone just, just carry books. I just in a size in the I'll just carry it and start it. I'll collect it from anywhere. And the reason I do that was because it was a distraction for me. Because the moment I'm reading, I'm lost in that book. Whatever that is happening yeah, around me. Yeah, it was, yes. So I was doing that as a primary five and kept going like that. Well, I was facing the bullying in school, all these things, I kept this all to myself. I never share it with anybody. You know, of course, my mom will not stop trying to make it look like I'm I'm a bad girl. Maybe I'm doing some things and all those things. I don't I don't now understand. Maybe just because I don't talk much then. I I had no idea why she was like that with me. And so not like I was the only girl. Who, but you know, my dad my dad will always say then I trust my daughter. I trust my daughter. So fast forward, I I entered secondary school. Well, not looking bad. I was trying to mix up. I had mostly male friends even to the fact that i've been through some things that are not cool uh from the male um from the other gender let me put it that way but then i still feel, feel comfortable with male more somehow and i had male friends still somehow i still encounter a lot of things sexual harassment escape rape many times too while i was in secondary school I was shy. Truth is, I don't. Boys, your age. No, I think a teacher happened when I was in primary six. A teacher happened when I was in primary. Six. In fact, he actually that one. He almost raped me inside the class actually, because I am that kind of person that goes to class very early. So it was in the afternoon after school, we close, then you come back for lesson. So sometimes I don't even bother to go home. So yeah, that one almost happened, but thank God for my friends actually. They came. they came so he just one of them knew something was wrong i didn't tell her but because she she just kept having the thing that something happened something happened something happened so because of that out of the blue she just started to suppressing that teacher but see i didn't tell her anything secondary school teacher uh 
I would say yes, sexual harassment, you know those children will be like, they want to be, you know, I, it was surprising because growing up I was this very tiny looking girl and I mean just who already had this very big hips and everything. So you will see teachers coming at you and be like, you this small girl and they want to be touching you. So I mean, I'll be like, it was one of the reasons I became very stubborn in my secondary school. I. I was rude to some male teachers, especially teachers that are making some kind of comments about my body or they are saying stuff like maybe I actually got some invites from invites from some of them to come over, come over to that place. So anytime they say that I in my mind like you know because of our experience I already know why. So I'll no answer them. Some them will say that I should come and collect assignment of my classmates. I'm not even the class more interest. So why are you telling me to come and collect assignments and give? So I will not go. I dealt with all those ones who were doing everything. Yes, there was one rape there, I think. So that one was actually traumatizing for me because that same person tried to. Um, I escaped the first one. My school father found out about it that the person attempted to ra- attempted to rape me, and my father went to go and beat him up, like serious beating, like broke his arm, broke his lips, you no know, serious yeah, beating. Yeah, yeah. And this actually, this guy had planned for me after he has apologized. This person is actually was older than me, or still older than me. And in the name of apology, this guy set me up again. Mm-mm. And you know, it's just like somebody should be apologizing at the back of your house. Like, I just want to apologize. I'm sorry. This was like a year after, and I was like, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, oh, let's shake now. Let's shake because the the area, like that environment, is more like quarters, all those very quiet quarters. Yeah. And then he said, oh, yeah, now let's shake. Let me be sure that you have actually forgiven me and well, you know, sent me. I shaked him, and and this guy carried me, mm. dragged me with my hand, that carried me, and just and because. The place was at the back of the house so you know and just passed through i didn't know i didn't even notice the door he just pushed me in locked the door and i entered i saw like three other guys mm-hmm. oh, so the minute i said i was like i'm done for today <laughs> and you know i was crying and begging him and it was like you that you went to go and report me to so so person and he came to beat me up blah 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 and you know after the first attempt he made my sister had told me that the reason I actually went to go and beat him up was because he, that's what he does, he rape girls. It's a normal thing. Yeah, that even his girlfriend, like girlfriend, that he beats her up and rape her. That's so it's like a normal thing for him. That's how he derives his own pleasure. That's that he beats girls, he rapes them and all that. Ha, I was just thinking in my head. And then now one thing is, I actually know two of those guys. Oh, wow. One of them, we don't talk. He used to be my senior, but then because of how rugged he is, um, he was expelled from school. But his younger brother was my um, sister's boyfriend at some point. And that got the brother like me. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, I never know that that guy knows that, knows me as his brother's ex-girlfriend, younger sister. Like, I had no idea that actually knows me as that and the other person so the other person i just know him he's all this upcoming artist then okay in, you know so in secondary school in, yeah yeah in his own point of he's not in our own school yeah but it was another yeah, that, school. yeah yeah but yeah it was like 
one of the stars we had then okay. we just see each other like you walk you walk past i walk past like we don't greet we don't talk but he knows me and i know him okay and then the other person i've never seen him before so i was just like hey i'm done for today like i was already crying and my hair was already all over the place because my hair was loose and everything and this guy was like this was the girl that went to go and report to this person that came to beat me but i was like really you know i was like i don't i don't i don't die today how you actually got out of that situation because i will tell lot. you I, i'm going there okay. <laughs> and then we'll go to the room and you know you don't mean to go to the room you know because i was wearing my uniform they already put my pinafore because we have pinafore and one shirt on that mm-hmm. so it was in my tights and my pinafore and the fact they are already they are about to drag my shirt so that they will just in fact you don't even care for the buttons mm-hmm. and then the other guy that was the younger brother to my sister ex-boyfriend yeah. was not knocking that they should come out first like come out first come out first because i'm already down there like as the three of them were interviewing me they wanted to just start raping me and then it was like that should be then you were for me and then this person that came to i'm sorry i'm trying not to mention names yeah. and this person that came to beat me up was telling me that i would like try to do that that uh, i see the virgin and the reason it was difficult for him to believe because then due to the i don't know the environment that place generally you would have seen small girls and that they're already you know doing mm-hmm. things with like the place is as if it's really not a big deal that was just how it was so it was like be relying to me i will see it today even if it's true say that him he will gladly that he wants to destroy me he wants to do this that me i was begging there's no no if there's i, I applied different types of begging that day and when they stepped out, I don't know what you talked about. So this was that guy that come here to that entered and said, um, so I've actually been seeing you around, but I don't know your name, but I know your brother. My brother is a very popular person. <laughs> very popular. You know, said, but I know your brother. And I said, you know, said your brother is I don't say yes, he's that's my brother. You know, said, okay, anyways, um, I just want to do what this person told me. Like, that's the other guy, my ex. The ex younger brother and said, um, I just want to do what you asked me to do. So I don't know, just make noise as if I'm doing something to you. Hmm. That day, the spirit of acting came upon me. Oh <laughs> because I was like, if this is what will make me escape this, uh uh-uh. uh she be used to scream and do I we do it today. I started making all sort of noise, I started saying stuff. The guy was even laughing at me, like, but I did not care. I just if this is what will save me, I just want to leave. That was the only thing that was on my head. I was in my head that day. And he left he left and then um the guy himself now came. That's um the ex younger brother. So he entered and he was like, Don't worry, the main guy, that's the guy that actually set me up. That I should not worry that he's not going to do anything that they already told him that it will be suspicious if the four of them should rape me that might not be able to stand up and walk well and to be suspicious blah 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 that so him he wouldn't touch me but the three of them will and i was okay with it that he just really wants to mess me up that he doesn't care anyhow so he now asked me that how do you even know this person like how all those things and i told him and he was like this is what this person does that if there is a devil in human being like is this guy uh-huh. I was like, hey, like me, I never know that was that bad. The guy was like, that yes, we are friends with him, but for a reason. So it's not like we are friends, friends, friends. But uh, I should just be. So I just call myself lucky today. Huh? I said I call myself lucky. He left. The other person too came, talked. Of course, I made funny noise. That one too left, and somehow that was sure how I got. I didn't want to go into plenty details too much again. <laughs> that was sure how I got out of that one. And since then, actually, I I had this boundary that I just said for guys in my life, like this 
is it like are you serious and since then for around that time i had trust issues with guys regardless of wherever you are i really don't trust you okay i said that was not that, that one is not enough uh fast forward uni i'm actually quite interested in how that uni story ah uh, like because you said i know we had the conversation the last time we met mm. about how you had to drop out of school because of yeah because the lecturer was on my case yes <laughs> yeah really love to hear that part. yes that one but okay. did you feeling jam have anything the whole system that you said something about um jam seven times yeah, yeah i wrote jam seven times and well i don't know there was one time this school that i went to um i went to go and write my etme and I asked somebody that was telling me that if you just don't worry, just call 50 or above 50, you're definitely going to get there. Okay, I was excited about and well, he he said he spoke with some the person that then there was not this other person that approached me after we finished writing. If I mention the name of the school, you will be surprised. So when we finished writing ETME, mm-hmm. then this person approached me and you know collected my number. And the person was like, ah, that, am I going back to Lori Daddy? And I said, oh, no, that I'm actually seeing with a friend and I was, I was like I had that I, sh- I can come and I was not like why I don't even know you I'm like come and hang out though something hey crash at said I don't know you and it was like ah, okay that it was it was just like, okay but he still he would like to have my number I gave him and after I left he called me I was like he really liked me he saw the way I was just calm and I'm the only person that didn't come looking so extra trying to impress anybody I was like ah tough you know in my mind I was like thank god ah thank god though somebody has seen something good in me let him help me out so that I'll be selected because that school hmm, is difficult to, to get admission there so most times. He now said, okay, I was happy. But then bros now started coming with another thing. Ah, Well, because I just said no, he just said, okay, no problem. If that's your choice, that's what he said. And when the list came out, my name was not on the list. I called my friend. My friend was like, that's not, that's not possible. You know, he was sure my name was going to come out of the list. And he was like, that's not possible. Ah, that's not possible. He, he had to go and check the list himself again. And... Um, what, I think the mistake I made was I gave that other person, that guy, I gave him my full name. That was because I thought he actually wanted to help out. My friend now called the person that he spoke with that told him to tell me to just make sure I score above 50. Yeah. That person I said, ah, that's not possible that her name is on the list, that, ah, that her name is on the list. At least she did well. Hmm. And it was on the list too. I just told my friend, I don't bother yourself. Somebody removed it. And I said, ah, that, I, I And now, because I didn't really tell him what happened the after a head, the, the person collected my number and everything. So when I now told him, it was like, ah, see, the person has, uh, is true. Something. The person has, has done something. Because this other person that him, he spoke with, it seems certain that my name was on the list. I said, oh, no, voila, that we should just forget it. So that one, that was how I could not get another admission and um i've never failed jam though me writing jam seven times not because i feel jambo my lowest in jam ever was 192 well, yes 192 i've never failed jam i always pass jam and um there was one time i went to this other school i really want to mention names of, Look, I, of yeah school. i want to ask why why do you feel like you need to yeah actually this is what i'm talking about is the ui Okay. and then there was this school or your special this college of education at um or uh i went there to for screening that was when they said the screening they want to be doing not utme again then i want i went for screening and you know it was 2015 yeah it was around that time yeah 2015 yeah for you i think 2015 or 2016 i can't remember yeah, I yeah and then ah, i was doing it was one woman that was doing screening for also 
we that want to go for art and the woman will, you will just say the woman which course you want to do in art department and you will, if you actually if your result is up to it is good you will. so me my own intention is to tell her because that was what i was told to tell anybody that screamed me that tell the person you are good because uh, my results i actually have seven credits but then my literature is f9 <laughs> so it's so annoying like how how and when but what art course do you want to study? I actually wanted to study either English or mass communication. That was what I wanted to study. I would like to know how you navigated to... So, oh, uh, that's what I'll tell you. So, I had not said, you know, I'll do English because you know, I was told that English, like, if you study English there, like, it's really good. They have good um, English lecturers, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, let me do English. So, just I said to the woman that, okay, before I finish school, I'll go and write work again and bring down that result instead. And I said, okay, that they allow it. And I said, okay. Before I met the woman, uh, one man came from nowhere and came and told the woman to give. And I came and met the woman and I said, he wants to see me. Okay, the woman said that I should go. And I went, and I said, Ada, what am I doing there? I said, not so much. I said, English. You said English. I said, ah. I should come to your bar now. Me, I'm not like your bar. Your bar is not what I want to do. Not say that people that are studying your bar now, they are really doing well. Or that they even get um, job now outside Nigeria because they are now employing your bar students to come and teach them your bar. They are not say, well, that's good, but that is not what I want to do. I want to do either English or mass communication, but I think I'll just do English. And he was like, if you do, if you come to my department. Now this is the um, HOD of that department. Your bar department. Yeah, I mean yes. HOD of your bad department. And I said, that I will not have to worry about feeling that I'm going to pass. Mm. Just right there, while we were in that big hall with other students and other lecturers, this man was telling me this. And it was like, I should just come. Him is going to, he was already telling me he's going to do me well, all those things. Okay. I still, I still <laughs> told him that, so I don't want to. This man was really, oh, and then neck. that woman came and said, I should come. So the, the, when the woman said, What is that man telling you? And I told her, and I said, Go to that man pointed me to another man that that one is head of um english that is hod for english that I should go and meet him and tell him um what i will do about my, me not having literature about me writing where i can bring in it before i finish of course i approached the man the man looks at me he was even wearing a suit i was like ah, this one will listen to me and probably allow me and i went to meet him the first thing the man did was looked at me meanwhile you did what i was wearing one top and a black trouser and of course that time my, uh, my waist was like 28 my hips was like 40 you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just like uh, so the man first look at me like like he raked his eye from my head to my toe and look at me i was out. like and out. then the smile was different like how are you uh-uh what about you ah uh, this man not allowed me to tell him why i came home hmm. <laughs> I, I told him i said i'm yoruba he said oh that's good and then he spoke yoruba he now said okay what is this how can i help you in my mind i was like ah, this man seemed nice i was trying to ignore the way he looked at me and i told him you know said eh, he said ah well these beautiful girls like you that were once in english this 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 blah 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 and I said okay do you know what i'll give you my number um you're going to call me where did, where did you say you come from i said i'm from Ilorin. 
And I said, oh, Ilori is far. So are you staying with a friend, family? And I said, oh, yeah, that there's someone I'm staying with that I will just go tomorrow. And I said, eh, okay. We'll see later then. We'll see later. I'll call you. Just call me so that I'll have your number too. I'll call you. Do me that I got that kind of vibe from him. I said, this one, I lie. I already got the message. So there was no point trying. I left. I went to go and meet that woman. Do you know what, ma? Put me in any department you feel that, okay, this is my results can can carry. She now said, oh, why? I, I can see you really want to do English. I say yes, ma, I really want to do English. But then, at the same time, I really, I don't want to um, go study a course that's going to stress me and make me waste my time. She now said, okay, I understand. That was what she said. She now said, okay. So she took down my um, results. She collected all my credentials. And she said, I will receive a text of uh, my department. Ah, okay. I left. As I was going, somebody called me. A woman now. Uh, a woman called me said um, hello uh, am i speaking today i say yes say you just left the on now uh, after your screen i say yes ma he said don't you want to do um french mm-hmm. and i was like french ah, no that i don't want to like i, I don't even know <laughs> come, come come let me kill you in french <laughs> She now laughed. She now said, ah, that's, it doesn't matter. Don't worry. Our HOD for French is going to take care of you. Ah. Uh, she don't worry. Our HOD for French, he, he really likes you. He wants you in his uh, department. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. So I was in shock and I was speechless because I was coming from a woman and she was literally persuading me. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I did not say anything. She just kept saying, hello, hello. I just, I, I, I hung up on her and I went. So me now, I told her that I get that. So this is what my ass have seen though. She One said, day. ah, only today. Ha, she said, I told him, I don't know what this is for you. This is not looking good. That because if this is already on your neck like this, just oh, for the first day, just for your screening. That because even them, that they, they are not really, they, they were not like this with them on the day they came for ETME. Because during their time, it was ETME. That she, now that she's a student, she knows what she's going through for, from just one lecturer. That so, me, now that already, my own case is even HODs, that like, that she doesn't know what to say. That was what she said. Well, I went back home. I got a that um um i should uh, business studies ha the business studies stuff no wala because um i i i my my commerce somehow i added commerce to my um to the subject i did in why so I, commerce and economics was looking good so i guess that was why they gave me business studies so i said see i will do it jerry ah, that was when I, and I had this mentality of oh she be a to go to school i'll do it but then i went for my clearance to go and collect my uh, acceptance letter, you know, those things, yeah. do registration. When I now go there, uh, that one. It's, in fact, from the first stage, changing uh, your teller to receipt, that was where it started from. Those ones. The minute I just got there like this, people were standing outside inside the sun and they just opened their window and then they said, Hello, you come. So I said they were waiting for me. Like, I didn't stand for up to a minute. Then they follow you. They, I didn't stand for up to a minute. The minute I got there and I was standing in front of the window too and I was trying to, like, know what is happening, just opened the window and said, You, you come. I was like, me to say yes and i went to go and enter and they were like, i saw you that day or the day they came for screening i saw you and it described everything i was wearing from my hair to my trouser and i was like hey, well. <laughs> and then it was like ah you're a really fine girl like ah and look at your body you have this very nice body are you a model you know they were just asking me all these very annoying irritating questions but then because i want them to actually take my teller to receipts i was being nice and answering them and before you know you know they were saying stuff don't was telling me how ah, that uh, is he really liked me i'm married though i'm married a very young guy actually the young guy he said i'm married though but i just like you you know 
you don't have any problem in this school if you are with me while we're talking and that girl walked in to come and grease the other guy that one is in fact she's she was i think cool. she just finished her project yeah. in the school and she had, i think she has been involved with that other one and that was when i started it, it dawned on me that okay it's like this is normal in this school because another female uh staff entered and was like uh-uh yawo afiz and i was like <laughs> bro like this person is a student for christ's sake what are you saying because i overheard you get talking about she doing an introduction introduction soon and saying something about eh, but i'm going to have you before i do my introduction and that was when i knew that okay it's not because at first i thought maybe they were like in an official relationship relationship mm-hmm. but i now realize that no it's it's, a, it's it was a matter of i'm giving you something and then you're making um, things easy for me in school yeah that was what it looked like and and the girl was even saying stuff like you know they were just really saying some really things some things i really don't want to be saying here and okay i i shall do 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 i was playing and i shall change my teller to receive let me leave this place and then they did and i left i called i said i'll call you i'll call you before i leave i left so let me go and collect my acceptance letter another man in fact this one has gray hair and i want to say ah how are you blah 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 some writers and i say ah why you didn't give you business studies uh, what exactly do you want to do? I said in English, she said, ah, that one is easy. You can help me with that. The moment he said I can help you with that, I knew where he was going. I said, I think I actually would like the business studies. I will, I will manage it like that. Say, are you sure? As I was leaving, then this number called me and said he saw me on the day of the screen. In my head, I'm like, how did you get my number? Do you get like, in my head, I'm like, how did you get my number? And he was like, that, uh, that see me realize that I've gotten admission, blah, blah, blah. That's, have I sorted my own? still arrangement said no i have not seen that said that amy can actually get me very nice please blah 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 that i don't even have to pay for it he's going to take care of it for me that him will just come and be chilling like he was telling me that over the phone that him is going to at least come and be chilling on my side that uh, i'm a fine girl now <laughs> so i'm not like come is this like a tradition in this school i feel like they literally don't allow systems to work to allow them to take advantage of people no the only people they can't try that with in that school because that lady told me the lady i was i went to go and sleep at her place uh was that um they can't try, like they dare try it with any of the disabled um ladies blind or mostly um why deaf and that, jump why is that there is screening for visually and um, hearing impaired people or persons with disabilities why can't they try it they, they said because the school is mainly for them that's that's, that's what they called it or your special okay that it's mainly for special um okay. um people so because of that uh even me i saw it deaf and dumb people hey if you're not careful with them you they are, they are not deaf and dumb they will set you or they put you in trouble and you will still be the one to get the blame even though they are clearly the one that did it so they said those people that in fact if the if the girl just go reports you say you came or you, you touch her some kind of way you get fired that's all but that them that they are not disabled that are there's nothing you want to that because even if you go to students union to report that they are the one there but i'm so surprised why would they open it to like we able people to school if it's strictly for exactly my point that was why i asked i asked the same question because if you actually go to the school if you walk past 10 people Eight of them are disabled, either blind, deaf, and dumb. Then why is the school opened up to like be able to, to fully? I had no idea because you call it 
special school, a special school, and yet we have fully able people there. So, and the thing is, um, your first year in the school, you have to learn sign languages, like it's, it's compulsory. So you, do you have? Do you, it's compulsory. You have, like, can you? me i didn't do uh, okay, I, I, no no I, after that day that i went for my registration i danced them all the money i wasted that day i didn't go back again yes i didn't go back again if not uh, uh, because um you even see why you were doing the registration uh, that wasn't i selected um because they will not ask you that is it blind or um sign languages you want to learn and i me announced it i picked sign language because i was really interested in communicating with those people because they are really funny and and interest yeah, really because yeah. even you know for the short time i was there i mean i see the way they communicate with people that are able and you know like they are really fun to be around i was like no i must not have to communicate with these people but then well those people they did not give me the opportunity to so on my dad day i did everything i left but when i go home my dad asked me ah, so how was it and i told my dad everything that happened my dad said look at me very well i know you are born to do great things in life but then why are you trying to do these great things i don't want you to go through any kind of stress or problems that of course you're going to encounter problems you're going to encounter some challenges that you have to deal with even without me your father but this one i'm gonna let you go through because that lady that i'm actually that actually said i was sleeping at a present time i go there when i went for screen and everything she has been um going to submit a project for that man to approve it in fact just the topic for that man to approve it and everything but because that man when she was in nc1 mm. because the man has approached her and she said no the man kept telling her to go and start all over again and she has been there for one year just for a project to be approved one year me i was not like ha. so when i told my daddy down my dad said whoa sit down at home you get another one that after it's never like i not getting admission it's just one thing that is just happening one to one thing and well yes that one went of course another admission came then i was having financial challenges blah 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 and all that so but somehow i got a scholarship to uh, another private college of education and okay I, I got admission everything was looking good i saw I, you know i was happy you know i was the and yeah also i didn't mention i was also in the eighth year in my um secondary school yeah so you mentioned that the village on top of this no that was like primary school okay. i was yes i was the eighth girl in primary school then secondary school i was the eighth girl and i was the first in that school because i had to leave um uh, niger state and go to Kwa state well you're well traveled mm, not really not your really sister compared to us you're well traveled <laughs> So you know when I was in Loring, I was you know so I was I broke a record in the school first transfer student to become the head girl and all that. So I know got getting to that school, you know I saw most a lot of people from my school. I was like, ah, girl, 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 girl. You know already I became popular like that. Even people that didn't go to the secondary school with me were like they'll be calling me a head girl, head girl. And somehow, as much as I do not like attention, I don't like getting noticed. Something always happens, and I will get noticed no matter how much I run away from. So before you know everybody knows me and then there was this way i packed my hair and um, people were calling me they started calling me togo that somebody said i look for somebody a lecturer actually that lecturer was said that you look like and before you know everybody called me togo 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 and well the name goes now the dean for english department i actually got admission as to yeah you know private college of education so the dean for that faculty for english um faculty was at one time twisted me in my street i of course i snob i snobbed him and i was like i don't do that but every time i pass or his car is driving past while i'm going on me on me i will ignore him and then when i go to the school i realized that this man is in that school and is the dean and he teaches us english 
like the man teaches us english oral whatever every time i was doing english he was the one teaching us all those courses and i was like hey 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 yeah, you are here and this man will always point at me in class if i'm sitting at the back oh, this man will somehow this as we were so much and they all was so big this man will point at me and said i should come to the front i would tell somebody to stand up from that seat and go to where i was i was sitting and this man will ask me a question okay even if i answer very well this man will still want to look for one mistake that i made i was i of course i knew why i was doing that and then one day we had an early morning um class and of course it was him and as i was leaving the house him he was driving out of the compound because there was this big house they give um the lecturers of that school and then it was like you're going to school right i should come and i said oh, don't worry sir i'm going to get a bike because i knew the conversation that will come about that will come out of that out of the drive drive from the house to the school he now said um okay if you do not enter this car and I, I know i'm definitely going to get to the school before you i will give them a text and that test will be the major test for this semester ha and me like this one thing i don't like is failing i, I was like yeah okay okay son no problem it's fine you don't have to do that i entered and this man said see life me that you have used to do shakara <laughs> You ended up in my school, in my department. We're just talking. Of course, I was expecting all that. And I was just, I was just quiet. He said, "So you will not answer me?" I did not say anything. I then we go to school. He parked and said, "So me, I dropped all this because he come, come back here, carry my bag." I carried his bag, of course. And then I went to his office. And of course, it was just us just us in the school like with other students but those ones are in the class so me i was going to his office i had no i thought this man actually went straight to the class but this man was actually following me so you know i dropped his back as i was about to step out of the office and then he entered and he was coming on to me to hold me i was like sir i mean it's too early he was this and i was like yes it's too early and cold that was what he said and he was already touching me uh, pushing me um against the wall and i just pushed him like i used all my strength I to push him i pushed him if on the chair and I ran out. I was shaking, like I was really shaking that they throughout the class. I just started to class day to end. I wanted to just I didn't want to stay in school that day because that that movie made on me, you know, brought uh back some kind of memories that somehow I've been able to what well, I thought I had got past them and but then it brought back some memory I was maybe some things, you know, I was just snowy. I just really wanted to leave that place. So I said this man, hmm, that was just the beginning. I'll be working in the school. He just my work pass and say, you follow me. And then he'll start saying all these things. Like this man says some really uh yeah and then sometimes it can be crude with the words that come out of his mouth like we'll just be saying some really dirty things and uh, i can't i can't even walk away because the moment i want to walk out it'll be like if i walk out you've already failed this i've already do this i'll be like what is this one's problem and you even tell me that i can tell you're an intelligent person and i know that failing is not something you will like that's if you walk out on me, I'm going to tell you. You will fail, you will do this, blah, blah, blah. And somehow, he, he got to pick on the fact that people call me a girl and ask from other students and they told him that was his, I was the head girl of one school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, so what was the last straw that broke the camel's back? Like that made me left. Mm-hmm. I felt sick. Uh, I think I told you about me for this again. I felt sick while we were writing exam. I wrote like you, but then I felt sick. I could not, when it got to the stage of me not being able to move and all that. So, I, of course, I called on my lecture other lecturers that um, I was not able to write their, the papers and they said no problem when you come back we'll do receipts for you and all that aside from him there were other lecturers there were other lecturers and when I finished uh, I mean when I uh, not fully recovered but at least 
days I could walk and everything, so I went to school. I mean, they saw me, so it was not like I was lying. They could tell that, yeah, this guy was really sick. And then I went to the, meet this man, and this man was like, you know what to do. That was what he said, they told me, and I was like, what do you mean I know what to do? The only thing I'm supposed to do is, yes, I've read, I want to come and do my receipt. I said, you told me I can come for my receipt when I recover. He said, uh-uh. what is this? Like, um, makeup yes, exam. a makeup exam. So, I want to know, with the sickness, did you have a doctor's note, a medical report? I do. So you did have one. So meaning, okay. So did you know that there is a standing policy in universities that as long as you can pertain and prove that this is what happened, you can actually defy a semester yeah. or be able to take yeah. the test. Yeah. You knew those information. So hearing what you did, why didn't you think to go to student affairs or something? Okay. Actually, the reason I didn't bother to go to student affairs is um, all the people in the student affairs, are all those lecturers, like almost all the people in the student affairs, all of them have literally come to me that they want to you know have sex with me and he's actually the head of um the old student affair thing so he's the dean of students so wait to choose this man is the dean of your faculty mm-hmm. and the dean of student I'm affairs you. <laughs> this school is, um it was actually when i was in school yeah, it's a private yes. school so yeah, it's, it's a, uh-huh, exactly kind of thing oh, oh wow so that was actually and i actually discussed with another lecturer this one is a young person this person even said i should because this man somehow he has my number he calls me i record i, I recorded every conversation with him so that i will approve against him but when i now went to go and give it to this guy that okay you can use this and all that again i said yeah i thought we could use this but then this there's this other girl that came with this same thing you're coming with and then they played it and everything and they may look like they're going to address it but that what in the head the next day was that the girl was rusticated so literally gonna stand at power dyna- dynamics power imbalances that happen in university tertiary education is the one that ruins people's lives exactly. okay so let's fast forward a bit into why did you eventually go to u- open university what prompted the decision to finally try to just do open okay. university yeah so uh yeah i wanted to i really wanted to study i came to abuja yeah i was saving up that i want to go back to school and all that and i felt like okay how will i do this i i'm not really financially capable and i need to go back to school and then somebody said ah that's open university you can work and study now so why not apply for open university then i made my own research i was like okay let me do this and then that was how i applied for open university so um a year before um i applied for open university i uh, was already part of the mentorship program from nigeria my trust fund and that was when i became more aware of um um sgvb um sg yeah sgbv and um then I met my mentor we talked he, she really uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things and I now realize that okay and you know I I now look back on the kind of conversation I have with people and how much this kind of conversation catches my attention when I'm trying to talk about a, a woman being um, dependent I mean a woman being independent and um, you know them actually ne- you not being tagged as because she's a woman because she's a woman thing I know that anytime that kind of conversation come up, come up I always want to talk and everything and aside from that i've had cases where people said somehow they have this in me of um when it comes to maybe when there's an issue on ground there's this thing that i always have like i I know how to resolute the whole thing so the person said it's really good if i can just speak on that as a career but when they were saying all this to me i was just like oh go it's mass communication also mass communication but then after nigeria mentors fund and i was still in my mentorship program with um ajia sauda tumadi and 
okay i went there them too they were like because i've seen nobody myself to write another way them too they were like they can't give me mass communication but maybe they can give me english okay i was excited but not as as at that time because i was not feeling like i'm not even doing the right thing that was what was not coming to my head so i now spoke with my mentor about it she now said okay Tony, uh yes you've been through a lot uh but most of the reasons that i'm discussing here now she did not even know but she could just tell that i've been through it because anytime she sees me she'll be like oh, that you're a fighter i know you're a fighter blah 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 she says all these things to me as if she knows my story so she now said well with your experiences and probably some things that some people have said to you at some point in your life regarding the kind of career you should pick on and um what you yourself how you are feeling now which course do you think you should actually go for and i sat down i went to go and check out the co- other courses that are available for me aside from english you know i saw criminology and i saw peace studies and conflict resolution i saw public relations okay and i did my research and i said oh, do you know what hey, peace, uh, peace studies and conflict resolution just somehow caught my eye and it got my attention and i read more about it i was like okay yes this is me this is what i I should do in fact this is what i should be doing and then i i picked that and that was how i started um, studying peace um studies and conflict resolution and since then sincerely it's been amazing like it's been so so amazing and studying the course and being involved with yes nigeria my trust fund then youtube africa and um, margaret apple um fellowship program i it helped me to you know move past uh all those terrible experiences move past my night mess you know i moved past all those things and i'm glad that i was lucky somehow i'm lucky let me use first 60 present to meet um to have um a guy or let me say a man that actually understands these things so you literally so even with the whole um attempted rape sexual harassment you still found strength to find love and build a relationship so okay tell me i would like to know like the process with healing what were the active steps you took because you literally have been through a lot from trying to fight for your own life in terms of because you were being sexualized because of the kind of body that you have to to having obstacles in your way in you accessing education then you have financial troubles as well so how did you navigate those things and you still you i know you still have for us to have met on this platform definitely you are going places and this is just like a stepping stone to where you're going through so i would like to know what was that healing process did you see a therapist how did you get better um yeah i actually didn't see a therapist uh it started with um but my elder brother that's like my g my guy <laughs> so that's he's like my like that's my my best friend actually um yeah my brother uh, at first helped me with opening up and he started with he didn't come and be like be opening up you know he was not putting pressure on me like be opening up be telling me anything. no 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 no. he came like him he would just come randomly this was somebody that we we're not even close at all before he he, he would go and watch but come back to the house sleep go to school go and watch ball, or go and play ball come back to the house sleep out of the blue my brother just um started talking to me and then he would start telling me things and in my head at first i'll be like ah, it's even my business so they're telling me because he literally um talked to me about his sex life wow. you know it was really and he was just saying all these things without feeling it was not making it look awkward even though at first it was a bit awkward for me like but him he doesn't feel awkward when he's saying these things okay and i said like, okay do you know what uh let me just be listening to him and then he would talk and talk and talk and then truth is i didn't even i can't really say when i actually started opening up to him too it just started happening 
it was like i had it like later after i became very comfortable talking to him about everything even including my sex life that was when i now told him i told him about dama he, he remembered that day but you know of course he had no idea why i was what like that happened? yeah so i told him i first told him about that he was so mad like i was so angry i was like at that time i said if you could locate that man <laughs> i was just like so i when i told him about that day i felt a bit relieved i was you know i hardly now start having nightmares about that one so it's not like my night my nightmares were frequent so it's just like once in a while sometimes something triggers it and brother kept being supportive my brother kept you know somehow he could also tell i've been through a lot and it was just giving me time that okay with time she's going to open up that was more like the way he was acting and everything and you know gradually i was telling him some other things you know i told him about one brother that my dad literally looked like the, like his son to that made that attempt and i was just telling him small small like that and somehow as i was telling him and it was as if you know when you're carrying this big load and they were removed they are removing uh, some uh maybe maybe you're carrying a very big box and it has clothes full in it and then they are, they, they, were, they, they are removing the clothes one by one the weight will start reducing yeah that was what was happening to me so you went through that process of unburdening mm-hmm. yourself and it's lovely to actually hear that you had a support system despite it being men <laughs> as yeah. well as it is that that men were the ones that really yeah. caused the greatest uh, hurt to you you were still yeah. able to find good people mm-hmm. around you that mm-hmm. helped you and it's still helping you mm-hmm. get through that situation yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, so this allowed myself to forgive them forgiving i allowed myself to sell it if uh I then one of them come back to ask I for forgiveness i feel maybe it was but at that instance did you actually forgive them or you took some time to just yeah you know i actually just thought about it and you know i was just like, thinking like like i mean i, was, I should just forgive you like that the reason fruit is the reason they actually came to ask for forgiveness was because they were going through some really hard time and somehow maybe they told them somewhere that oh go ask for forgiveness from this person blah 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 so it's because somebody told them to do it they will not do that was it. what i was seeing through what they say like eh, ever since that day that i tried to do this blah 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 eh, this is that even though i didn't know and eh, it's not even like i did but then and eh, my conscience is this that's what that was what they are saying and then before you know they will now end up saying that and in fact i even went somewhere to pray they told me and i'll be like so me i'll not be angry that okay you're not even coming because you're really sorry now it's because you just feel like okay the fact that i did this is is bring is it's causing some obstacles in your way and you just want to get out of get it out of the way by just coming to share beg say let her let her share forgive me i was angry but then i just forgive them because i realized that it's really it, the me not forgiving them was actually holding me also back it was seriously holding me back so i could tell that i was holding me back and see there's one thing to forgive or you can forgive these people but also you have to let go i forgive them but i didn't let go of those things that happened to me and even how people treated me i didn't let go of this and because of that it was reflecting in the way i was treating people i was now meeting in the future like it was, it was really reflecting um i had a lot of trust issues all these things were there yeah it almost even ruined um my relationship at some point but yeah i'm glad i had somebody that understood understood and was, patient. And was yeah patient you know and so yeah it's sincerely he deserved a shout out like that guy is a guy <laughs> yeah let me just put it that way so uh and i always say it i always say is that see i can't say because when people will be like ah almost 
and this guy must marry you because I'll, and i'll be like no see even if this guy doesn't marry me like even if we do not get married i will always give it to him because he is also part of the growth that you know that is happening to me right now both emotionally that has to do with my past that has to do with all these experiences that i'm sharing everything so that one self is enough for me to always like no no like at least when i was with this person when i was with this person this person was this person was this so um uh, i'm saying this because i know a lot of people will listen to this and probably will have some girls or some ladies listen to this and they'll be like ah god that maybe you'll be expecting or you have this mind that uh, they are going to marry or is going to marry her for her to be saying talking about i'm, I'm talking about him here not because um i'm starting will get married or whatever that people will think and i'm saying it because of some mentalities that people, that people have but i'm just saying this shout out to uh so that i want them to know that they are actually still there are some men out there that well you've had some very bad experience probably you've experienced abuse you've been assaulted whatever you've all you've been through what i've been through try not to be so close off so much that you will not see somebody that's actually trying to be there for you because sometimes it's it might be god i just send this person to come to your life so it might be that at that point you needed that person as in god send that person to just come and help you walk through some things at that point in your life so don't try to like hold on to it that ah because this guy have helped me through this thing he must marry me and if he doesn't marry you is the end of the world for you don't do that so i'm giving this shout out not because ah, that oh he's going to marry me or whatever it's, i just i'm just giving this shout out because he really deserves the shout out because he is a man like he deserves it he's a man yeah. he's amazing yeah, okay. so let me stop talking because if you <laughs> okay. listen to me it will be all right so that's enough shout out to our dude i'm kind of like feeling jealous but me i'm single pringo yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Twain, for being here today. It was lovely to hear your story. And to you guys, I hope you can learn one or two things. And one thing, if you, in all the stories, in all the stories she shared, I hope you take up one thing, which is forgiveness. It's not necessary for the other person, but for you to unburden yourself. And for you to forgive, you need to truly learn to let go of your hurts. Get those support systems. It is very, very important. People that care and love you and will be patient with you throughout your journey. So if you have questions or anything, comments you like to or any story you like to share with me, please do so to reach out to me on my social media platform at Tilash Davido. So what's your social media platform? Please let us know on IG. O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-A-F-T-E-O-R-